you're listening to Nia and Liv on the Neely Pod. Happy listening. <laughs> Welcome to episode three on the Neely Pod. That's spelled N-I-L-I-Pod.com. I'm Nia and I put the knee into Neely. And I'm Liv and I put the Lee into Neely. And we are broadcasting to you from our new bedroom studio. Which basically consists of a long piece of wood balanced across the bed on some stools. But hey, it works. And also, just to remind you that you can also listen to this podcast on soundcloud.com and iTunes. We'd love it if you could go over to iTunes where you can also subscribe and give us a nice five-star review. Or SoundCloud and follow us and also give us a nice five-star review on there. It would make us so happy. So happy? So very happy. Well, we've just got so much going on this week. This show is going to be off the scale. Through the roof. Epic. <laughs> this week is a kind of James Bond special. Do 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 Coming up on this episode... Chart Chat. We review Sam Smith's attempt at a Bond song. Some more Brooklyn Beckham news. And this week it involves wrestling, right? Oh my gosh, wrestling. Our second Nia versus Liv. We don't actually know what it is yet. Girls on film. A movie review of sorts for the new James Bond film, Spectre. The new Hollywood James Bond. We talk about the growing speculation for Daniel Craig's Silver Fox replacement. Good news. So much good news this week, from Star Wars to Britney Spears undercrackers. Two more true and spooky Halloween stories. And it's in our popular spooky time section. But first, what's happened with you this week? Well, I went to this place called Kingston Lacey and it's a National Trust place. And on the way home, we went to KFC because I was like, hey dad, can we go to KFC? And he was like, okay. And my dad sort of half crashed into the drive-thru. It was more of a scrape than an actual crash, but it was a bit of drama before we got our chicken fillet burgers. And what about these headphones? We're in our bedroom studio wearing headphones. How professional were we today? Well, we are very professional because, wow, headphones. We've got, well, she's got, it's kind of like yin and yang because she has a white phone and black headphones. And I have a black phone and white headphones, so we're best friend goals. Yes. Now. <laughs> oh, and a shout out goes to our latest SoundCloud followers, Nelson Leroy, Adele Mullings, Shalice Nichols, Wolfpack TV and Doors Up End. Thanks, guys. Um, well, I haven't really done much this week, but, 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 Panic of the Disco has come out with a new song called The Emperor... Oh. Oh. I've got to play it to the right part. Okay. we can play otherwise we'll get flagged 
<laughs> Get deleted off the internet. You're listening to the Neely Pod. Happy listening. And now it's time for Chart Chat, where we talk about Sam Smith's attempt at a James Bond song. If you didn't get that, that was Chart Chat. And what about Sam Smith's new song, Writings on the Wall, for the latest James Bond film, Spectre? Loads of people have gone mad saying it sounds like Michael Jackson's Earth song. Well, it did go straight into the number one spot until Justin Bieber knocked him off with What Do You Mean? (laughs) It's got about six million hits. Sixteen million. It's got about 16 million hits on YouTube so far, although the video is a bit pants. We've waded through the 12,000 comments and found some of the most interesting. These are all genuine, so draw your own conclusions. Leo Brazil said... Am I the only one who thinks that this song sounds really similar to Michael Jackson's Earth song? No, you're really, really not, Leo. Entertainment Crony said... Crone. Crone. Entertainment Crone said, Someone gag me with a spoon. Okay, email in with your address and we'll do our best, Entertainment Crone. <laughs> Vanex Mind Z God said... Worst Bond song ever. Well, that's the worst YouTube name, username name ever. Now, lots on this theme. Thomas Clay said, kicked in the balls. Question mark, question mark. Hannah Snake said, sounds like his balls are being squeezed. And that's spelled S-K-W-E-E-S-D. Great spelling, Hannah Snake. And also, Panzernacker said, I guess someone cutted off his balls. Cut it off. <laughs> I, think, I think these are like five-year-old. Why yeah. are they old on the internet? They should be going on outside. Oh, also the next comment is a bit of a spoiler. Oh, yeah. Spoiler, block your ears for like, for like two, two seconds. seconds. Okay. Turquoise said, M died in the last film. Well, we did say spoiler alert, so don't yell at us. Yeah, please. Ryan Yip said, I come from Hong Kong. Thanks for letting us know, Ryan. Kaya X said, sorry but for my bad English. No worries, Kaya. Rewata Sangana said, is this for the new James Bond movie? Yep, think so, Raguana. Duh. Duh. You're listening to the Neely Pod. Happy listening. Hold on to your horses because it is. (laughs) 
And now it's time to hear our favourite teenage heartthrob. And once again, he's been in the newspaper this week for loads of newsworry co- coverage. These include headlines that have been literally trending all over the world. <clears throat> so, who enjoyed a family night out in the West End this week with his grandparents and his cousin Liberty? His cousin Liberty. Watching a musical inspired by his famous footballer daddy. Well, it's the boy with the big quiff, Brooklyn Beckham. Beckham. He watched Bend It Like Beckham at the Phoenix Theatre in London, posing in a green bomber jacket with his hands in his pocket. And finally, a short item this week. Who was watching a play fight with his famous tattooed cover dad last Sunday, wrestling on the living room floor and then posting pictures on Instagram? Why? It's the teenage Adonis, Brooklyn Beckham. Adonis. And there was also a story about his brother this week, Romeo Romeo, something to do with football and Arsenal Soccer Academy, but we're not really interested in him, so that's as much as we can be bothered to say. Well, I'm interested in Romeo more. No, you're not. Nobody is. It's all about Brooklyn Beckham. I'm going to Google Romeo to you and see if you're interested no. in him now. I know. He's probably not even that good looking, to be honest. I- I'll show you. He's probably not as good as the Brooklyn Beckham. Here we go. See? There we go. Oh, I just, like, headbutted the microphone. See? It's Romeo Beckham. Yeah, but he's not as good as, as Brooklyn Beckham. <laughs> and that is the end of this week. <laughs> Now it's time for the best bit. Nia versus Liv. Uh, ooh, 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 my phone turned off. Ooh, ooh, ooh I don't want to phone someone. Okay, it is time for... Nia <laughs> <laughs> versus Liv. Wait, I'll just do... I hit my finger. Nia versus Liv. Okay, anyway, so just to say, we don't know anything about this part. So here's our instructions in the other envelope. We have we have Ooh, a timer. Thank you. Ooh, here's yours, here's mine. Ooh, there's a perfect fine every single way. Right, so it's these instructions. I am beautiful in every single okay. way. Anyway. I could like win X Factor totally. Hashtag get the on X Factor, I would win. Yeah. Right. Right, here's our instructions. We have to open the. <gasps> I ripped it. No, no, not yet. We have to oh. read the instructions first. We have to read the instructions. Oh my god, look how loud we've been. And envelopes. Right. Okay. <gasps> Ooh. Live so. reads. Oh, we've got like a mini script here. <laughs> we've got like a mini script. Fancy. We don't know what's going on. I don't right. know what's going so on. So I. Do re- you know what's going on? No, no. They don't. So, because Nia's dad. Oh, wrote you know, this like you know, like when you press on your ear, and then like it's like a bubble of air gets in your ear, and then you can't hear out of that ear, and then you need to like, oh, what happened again? You need to wiggle around your ear to get the air bubble out. Do you know what I mean? No. Anyway, does anyone know what I mean? <laughs> Comment down below if you know. Oh, what happened again? What? Oh, d- Comment d- down d- below d- if you know what I mean. 
What do you mean? Do, 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 do. My hair looks like. Rubbish. I signed that last video. I need to stop. You need to stop. Hashtag stop the Okay, right. <clears throat> this is where you ask each other questions and you have to give a wrong answer that is almost right. For example, if I ask the question, what do fish swim in? You might say Pepsi or the sky as your wrong answer because they kind of could swim in Pepsi or in the sky, but you just can't say a brick wall or sausage because that would be stupid. So, so I'm guessing you have to like say it. Oh my god, my head was. Yeah, like so. Say, um, what color is the sky? You couldn't say. Like tree. you could say yellow, but you couldn't say tree. You'd have to say a color, but not like the right. Well, color. So they could. They yeah. All right. Okay, I get it. And you mustn't repeat the same answer twice or use any part of the question as your answer. You each have two minutes, so first Nia will have to ask her questions and then it's Liv's turn to ask her questions. Who will win? Last week, the winner was me. So let's see who turns out to win this challenge. Nia vs Liv challenge. It will be me. Okay. We'll, we'll be uploading the video of this epic contest to YouTube soon so look out for that and the winner will be the one with the most points in the event of a tie break it will be the quickest time let's get ready the stopwatch timer thing right so how do you play it right okay okay right. yeah I got that I got it ready okay Is let's open this so we have two minutes each try to get you opening it on the camera Ooh. right have you got headphones on yeah I do All now right. who's gonna go first me or you? Should I read them to you first? Okay. Okay. 007 enjoys a martini. Oh, wait, I need to start the clock. That would uh, help. Right. Three. Wait. Two. Wait. Oh, it's got a pound coin stuck to the back. It's not a pound No, it's, it's a 1p coin. Do you even know English mm, money? I'm rich. <laughs> if that was a pound coin, then I would be rich. If that was a 100 pound coin, then you'd be rich. Right, put the penny down. Let's do the thing. I'm sorry. Right. Okay, let's do this. Right. Stay. Too well. Um, right. Wait, no, that's not fair. You've, like... That's five seconds wasted. Oh, finally, Miss Picky. <gasps> You're looking at the answers! What? I was okay, looking right. at the stopwatch. Let's go. Three. Right, have the paper open. Do you want me to start it? Yeah. Three, two, one. 007 enjoys a martini that's shaken, not stirred. Martini is a type of what? Water. Okay, Bond is good at using his gun. What does he use it for? Shaking a martini. Q is the, most, is the famous crazy gizmo making scientist who likes to make James well. Bathtubs. Sean Connery, Roger Moore and Daniel Craig all play which fictional MI6 character? Um, teddy bear. Ian Fleming is the author of the James Bond novel novels, which are all what? Uh, faces. Right. To watch Spectre, people often eat popcorn when they go where? To the plant house. Okay, gr gr green greenhouse. Greenhouse. Okay. Sexy bomb girls such as Pussy Galore and Plenty O'Toolers are usually played by an actress that is not a man. They are a... Horse. Daniel Craig is a famous actor, but Craig Di David is a famous what? Horse. Oh, yeah, you already used that, you got that wrong. <laughs> um, Ian Fleming also wrote Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, which is about a flying what? Cherry. 
Yay, you have 28 seconds left. I had 28 seconds. Wow, yeah. All right, I'm gonna read out. I'm really scared now. Hashtag get near to more than 28 seconds. Right. I'm gonna lose this, ready? Three, two, one. James Bond often drives at Aston Martin, which is a type of what? Tree. Adele famously performed this theme tune to Skyfall. And what is Adele most famous for? Dancing. The film Octopussy features an eight-legged creature in a fish tank. What is that creature? Spider. Or, or Crick Goldfinger is a wealthy banker who deals in what type of precious metal? Too late. Tomorrow no, that's not too late. That's rude. I never gave you metal. Um, copper. Tomorrow Never Dies is about what day? Yesterday. In Casino Royale, where do they play roulette? In the... In the bathtub. What part of the body is in the title for your eyes only? Legs. Tina Turner sang the theme tune to Golden Eye. She is most famous for dancing around the stage and showing her long pair of what? Boobies. <laughs> One of the most dramatic James Bond theme tunes is Live and Let Die by Paul McCartney, who was also once a singer in the famous band the with what? John, no, oh. with John Lennon. What's the question? The, the Wasps. I had 42 seconds left. I won! Yep. Yes. Wait. Wait, no. How many did I get right? You got, like, pretty much all of them right. Yeah, you got oh, pretty you... much all of them. Oh, you won. I don't know how many you got right. You got oh, we're gonna have to count. We're gonna have to count them up again, like we did last week, can't we? You got right. all of them right. Oh, did I? Yes. You got all of them right too. So that was a tiebreak. No, I didn't. Didn't you? No. Do you even take notice? I, yeah, I do. You got all of them right, I think. But no, I, I won. I got like three wrong. And you knew that. I got like two wrong. I got like two wrong, and I I'm not even like lying. I got two wrong, and you you won it. So don't even try to. Beat me with the seconds. Two. I won! <laughs> My hair is out. My hair is out? Yeah. That was Nia versus Liv for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. That's on our YouTube page. So if you go to our videos page, it should be on there. It should be on there. And you should watch it. You should go to also our YouTube channel. You should and, subscribe uh, and like all our videos. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yes. They're really good. Yeah. The zooming in Nia does and the amount of Comic Sans. I wish I never taught you how to do that. You I wish taught me. I already knew how to do it. You didn't know how to do the... Um... Ken Burns. Oh, I did yeah. know how to do that, but I forgot. Yeah, but I brought it back up. Whatever. You're listening to The Neely Pod. Happy listening. Now, get your popcorn out, Liv, because it's movie time. Me and Liv talk about movies. We talk about movies. Movies. Yay. Okay, so, well, we've really got to talk about this big one next week. The new James Bond for... Film Spectre. It's out on Monday, October the twenty sixth. It's a spy, exciting fi- ex- espionage, 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 extra 
Exportation, exportation, extravaganza. So that's many easy for you to say. What? Oh, oh, yeah. So yeah, because you were like exciting espionage, extortion, extravaganza. That's easy for you to say. But um, oh my, it's like um, the worst. If thing. if my speech wasn't as bad as. Exciting espionage, extortion, extravaganza. That's extravaganza. Extravaganza. Anyway, <laughs> reviews include words like exciting, fantastic, and spectacular. Don't you mean spectacular? Ah! Rated potato. <laughs> but also in the reviews, there is words like dull and lacrosseur which oh. i don't know what means oh wow i know what dull means i don't know what lacrosseur means wow. someone also said no that's my line oh. someone also said he's looking a more like Gollum with every film my precious charming charming indeed it's also a certificate 2a so we're old a, enough really? Huh? 12A, you willy. Oh, yeah, not 2A. 12A. It's a certificate, 12A, so we're old enough to be able to go see that on our own, obviously, because we're 13. Dude, I can't wait. Ooh-hoo. Spectacular. However, some people are saying that the film is too violent for a 12A, <gasps> with shocking scenes of torture oh and eye gouging. Ooh, ooh, eye ooh. gouging. Ooh, that's disgusting. It eye is. gouging. Yes. And the Odeon cinema chain makes it sound amazing. They described it as James Bond returns for his latest global trotting adventure. Suitably vague then. Oh, and for those interested in the plot, it is about Bond getting a cryptic message that leads him onto the sinister organisation named Spectre. It has a new M, not Mary Berry in this one, and stars Daniel Craig, Rove Fiennes, Voldemort, oh my gosh, and Naomi Harry. Ooh, Voldemort. Do you know what Spectre actually stands for? No. It is Special Executive for Counterintelligence, Terrorism, Revenge and Extortion. Lovely. Yep. And it's the 24th Bond movie so far. And probably Daniel Craig's last. He's fed up with doing it. (laughs) Wow. 24 Bond movies. That's way too many. I don't... I haven't watched any of them except for, like, Skyfall. Wow. I I haven't even seen Skyfall. But I've seen one of Daniel Craig's ones. Yeah. Anyway, here's a short clip. Short clip. Short clip. Do one more thing for me. What do you have in mind? Maybe disappear. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, sounds Ooh, exciting. That, that was, like, the lots of tension. That was, like, the best, 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 best clip ever. So, do you like a bit of Bond? James Bond? Do you have a favourite? My mum likes Sean Connery. And everyone is asking the question, what is the actual logo of the spectre meant to be? Is it a spider? Is it octopus? An alien? Or is it actually just playing a crazy game of Twister? Two legs, two legs, two legs, two arms, two legs, two arms. Who knows? We'll leave it up to you. Oh, wait, that's your part. Who knows? We'll leave it up to you to decide. But we did have fun posing for it, didn't we, with our Twister fun? Yeah, yes. it's totally me and Liv playing Twister. Sure, we sure did. 
Now, we have a chocolate competition. It's yes. time for our chocolate giveaway. And a free Mars bar, yes, a free Mars bar, for the person who emails in with the special code word. Should we, what should we say for this week? Um, last week it was Dobby Sock. Okay, I think we should... Um, should we do something? Clothes. 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 <gasps> Emperor's new clothes. Yes, yeah, see, that's where I got it from. Yeah, let's have Emperor's new clothes. Okay, Emperor's new word. clothes is the, clo- uh, it's the code word. And don't forget to. No, include- that's my part. Yeah, that's right. And don't forget to include your name and address so we can, like, post it to you and you'll get the free. Yeah, I think it's actually a pack of chocolate bars. I can't remember. It's either you only get one chocolate bar or you get three. Probably only one. But yes. maybe if you're lucky, you might get three. I don't know. You won't know until you join in and get them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want a chocolate bar now. And now it's time for our new section. Possibly a one-off. We'll see what the listener reaction is. It's called Hollywood News, but we don't actually have a jingle. So how about we play the good news jingle, but sing over good with Hollywood. Ready? Oh. Find the news. Hollywood! 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 Hollywood. 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 So the other day we burnt into the silver fox himself, Paul Hollywood, from the Bake Off, who was in Greg's. He was buying his weekly cakes and savouries and we asked him if he would give us an exclusive interview and guess what he said? Guess what? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't mean to press that. recorded our chat while he waited for his four jumbo sausages to arrive. I hope you can excuse any poor quality. It was very crowded in Greg's as it always is. Firstly, we said hello to Paul. Hello, it's Paul Hollywood here and I listen to the Neelypod. <laughs> oh yeah, you do, Paul. <laughs> That's great. Thanks, Paul. Then we ask him how he was. I'm very well, thank you. I'm just eating a steak bake. Yes, we like steak bakes as well. Finally, because he was in a rush and he had his hands filled with jam donuts and sticky buns, we asked him whether or not there was any truth in the rumours going round that he was going to be the next James Bond. I may or may not be the next James Bond, but if I am, M will be played by Mary Berry. You see, M for Mary. Do you get it? 
so that was Hollywood. Poor Hollywood there in real life. Well, kind of. And other contenders for the role of James Bond include Tattoo Hunked David Beckham, Lovely Ginger Haired Damien Lewis, and Boyish Floppy Haired Hugh Grant, amongst others. Shame Brooklyn Baby's too young. Shame. <laughs> now, what would happen if Paul Hollywood had actually always been James Bond? We think that the film titles would have been different. So what we're going to do... <laughs> you did that twice now. Get your phone away. <laughs> I should probably turn my phone off. No, because we need the... Right. That was hilarious. <laughs> anyway. So what we're going to do now... If a top 10 countdown was of the best bake-off inspired W7 movie titles going from rubbish to not too bad... We've made up some completely epic Bondish music for the background for this next feature. Completely unique to us, so here goes. Special newly pod James Bond feature. <laughs> And straight in at number 10, it's Diamonds Are Forever. Which would be Almonds Are Forever when a baking heist goes wrong and Mary Berry's Bakewell tarts become stale. And it's a non-mover at 9, Goldfinger. Which would be Spongefinger, starring secret agent Charlotte Roos, am I right? Up two places to number 8, yes, it's Dr. No. Which would be Dr. Doe when the yeast gets out of control. Last week's number six, it's at number seven, From Russia With Love. Which would be From Russia With An Oven Glove when things get too hot to handle in the kitchen. Down at three, this week's number six, it's Thunderball. Which would be Thunderball when Paul Hollywood has bad win. Still at five, live and let die. Which would be live and eat pie when MI6 agents have a birthday party and eat too much. One up this week's number four, for your eyes only. Which would be for your lemon meringue pies only. When recipe espionage when spies infiltrate the bake-off ten. Still at number three, it's Never Say Never Again. Sounds a bit like Justin Bieber. Yeah, it does. Which would be Never Say Measure Again when a confident poor Hollywood throws away the measuring scales for good. Down one place to number two, it's last week's number one, You Only Live Twice. Which would be You Only Live Twice when a victorious sponge sinks in the middle when it's taken out of the oven too soon. And this week's brand new number one, it's the man with the golden gun. Which would be the man with the sticky bun. When icing gets everywhere, when Mel and Sue have a food fight with Paul's sticky buns. And there was one more Hollywood James Bond film that didn't quite make the top ten Skyfall. Oh yes, the Bake Off version of that is Trifle. 
Oh, what's that then? Well, it's basically fruit, jelly, custard and cream. You're listening to the Neely Pod. Happy listening. Let's have some... So much going on this week. What with the new One Direction single, Perfect, Back to the Future Day, and the teaser trailer for the forthcoming Star Wars movie, The Force Awakens, being released and watched by millions around the globe. But where was Luke Skywalker? Let's have an update on last week's story about Warwick Davis and his stolen caravan. Any idea where it's been found yet, Neil? No, it hasn't. More updates on that exciting story when they come into the studio. Moving on. And on the X Factor this week, Simon Cowell criticised one of the contestants, Anton Stefan, for pulling funny faces when he sang. He replied by pretty much saying that unlike Simon, he couldn't afford Botox. Cheeky Anton. And talking about the X Factor lovable, Ollie Mars posted some before and after pictures of herself after 12 weeks of intensive fitness training. What do you think? Hot board or not really much difference? <coughs> Actually, on a more serious note, we fully agree with Van Diesel's comments this week that body shaming is always wrong. Anyway, Ollie, you look lovely, whatever. Nice rhino boxes as well. Apparently, they cost £75. 75 pounds. And on the adverts to last week's X Factor, there was a rather mysterious and unexpected advert, which was basically a black screen with the words, Hello, it's me. Well, it was Adele trying to hype her new album, which is probably going to be her last one ever when it's released on November the 20th. Good idea to stop on a high note, Adele, or a low note if you like. It's Christmas time already and Marks and Spencers, but the successful British retailer caused offence this week on its website when it had pictures of its Christmas tree decoration letters and unfortunate FC and then a K. People were shocked by calling the store obscene and rude. A statement released by MS apologised for any upset and blamed the blunter of computer failure. Hmm. The star of One Direction and recently voted Attitude Magazine's Sexiest Man of the Year, Liam Payne talked about the band's upcoming album, which is called Made in the AM, and simply said, if you don't like it, you can poo on it. Thanks for that, Liam Babes. Oops, she did it again. Well, kind of. Britney Spears has suffered embarrassing wardrobe. Embarrassing? <laughs> wardrobe malfunction this week while performing at, a planet, at Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas. Her black zipper broke and split open, revealing her knickknacks right in the middle of her song, One, Two, Three. She just carried on regardless. What a professional. Boffin scientists have been working hard in their labs to extract stem cells from urine. Ew. They are confident that humans will one day soon be able to regrow any tooth that they lose. 
possibly meaning the end of fillings and dentures. Hooray for the boffins and their peace signs. <laughs> and talking of gnashers, did you hear about the six foot... Six and a half. Six foot. and a half foot long shark that was caught in the coast of Devon this week, close to Weymouth. Look at the photo, the grey Portugal... Poor beagle. Poor beagle, sorry. Shark, close relative to one of vicious. <laughs> Great White drew a crowd of stunned onlookers when it was dragged onto the beach. But don't panic, this species of shark has only ever bitten a few humans and nobody has ever died. Experts believe that many of these sharks are actually living off the coastline of southern England. Don't worry, you won't be bitten by a shark if you live... Yeah, it's all okay. Don't have nightmares. <gasps> Ooh, I like this next part. Ooh, it's Halloween. Eve is this time next week. How spooktastic. Are you ready for Fright Night then? Yes, I think I am. How about you? I'm really excited. And just one more thing. Yeah. What are we going as? We're going as Dan and Phil. Yay! Because we're Phil. trash. We are fan trash. Yes. I'm going as Phil. She's going as Dan. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. It's, it's going to be great. And like we said on our like past um, podcast, we're going to we'll probably do a video on... How to get dressed like Dan and Phil. Yeah, and now we're going to tell some jokes. So Liv, what does skeletons always order at a restaurant? What? Spare ribs. What do skeletons say before they begin dining? I don't know. Bone appetite. Uh, Right, now you know how we usually tell a story. I have a story. Wait, do you have a story first? Mm Mm-hmm. What's yours called? Graveyard Terror. Right, okay. Are you ready? One dark, wet and windy Halloween night, a student called Jimmy was walking home after the pub had closed. He had drunk a little too much and was looking for a shortcut and decided to cut across a nearby graveyard. The wind was howling and the sky was pitch black. In a distance, he heard a moaning noise, which was getting louder and louder, and then all of a sudden, the ground opened up and swallowed him. He then heard a voice calling his name softly and was convinced it was Satan come to get him for drinking too much. The hole was deep and dark. Although his eyes started to adjust to the darkness, Jimmy began to make out a figure in the distance, speaking his name no over and over. With this, Jimmy screamed and the voice moaned, you can't leave. S- Jimmy scrab- scrabbled like crazy, trying to climb upwards as Satan approached. He gave one giant leap, caught the edge in- of the hole and managed to pull himself up to safety, caught- leaving the demon devil behind and running all the way home. It turned out that Jimmy had fallen into an open grave that his drinking buddy, had, John, had also stumbled into a few minutes later. He ended up staying in the hole until the grave digger arrived the following morning. Duh. Huh, well, that was great. Right, 
my story is called Spooky Scary Skeletons. <laughs> right. A couple of teenagers were enjoying a bit to eat in the subway one day talking Wait, about... I can't hear it. Can't you? Wait, speak again. Oh, it's because my headphones are really uh, You pulled out the headphones. I didn't pull them out, you did. I didn't? Yeah, you, yeah, you did, because you moved up and you moved up. My story is called Spooky Scary Skeletons. A couple of teenagers... A couple of teenagers were enjoying a bit to eat in Subway one day, talking about the town's many urban legends. Tom was telling his friend Joe about the haunted graveyard. He said that apparently, each Halloween, the old mayor reaches up from his grave and tries to grab anyone walking nearby, pulling them into the ground to join him for eternity. Tom said that the only way to prevent the mayor rising on Halloween was to stick a knife in the ground at midnight. Joe said that it was utter nonsense and Halloween was tomorrow night and he would visit the mayor's grave that night with a kitchen knife and stab it into the ground if he saw a skeleton hand push through the surface. <coughs> I have a cold. On the night of Halloween, Joe bravely walked into the graveyard which was far more spooky than he expected. An owl was hooting. And he could hear a distant dog howling. He was freaked out. Eventually he reached the mayor's grave and knelt on the ground shaking with fear. The clock struck midnight and he waited for the skeleton's hand to appear. But nothing happened. So he stuck the knife all the way into the grave anyway just to make sure the mayor wouldn't rise this year. As Joe went to stand up, he felt something pulling him back. He realised that the mayor had woken up and was pulling him down into the soil, where he would surely die. The more he struggled, the more he felt himself pulled back. Eventually, he plucked up the courage to look down. And then he saw that he'd just put the knife through his coat and simply pinned himself to the ground. Duh. Wow. That was an amazing story. That was that seemed so re oh, realistic. There's your phone. Second time I hit the microphone there. Oh, oh third you did time. It again. You're listening to the Neely Pod. Happy listening. That's an advert. That was an advert. I wrote, I booked tickets at the speed of buying a whisper. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, okay. Anyway, lots more to come on next week in our kind of Halloween special. <gasps> yes. Yes. We're gonna be all Halloweeny. Yes, it's gonna get so spooky up in here. I We're think gonna... there's gonna be a Halloween Neverslim. Ooh, and then Ooh. we're gonna like do, and then the then the YouTube video next. Ooh. Wait, it's next week. Yeah, Hall- Halloween's oh, next week. Oh my god, that's. Oh, <gasps> they're excited. <laughs> that means that we're gonna have to fil- film our video soon. Yes. Well, it's time for us to go now. Until next week, hope you've enjoyed listening to our third podcast. Sorry, but we have to go. But we have to go. Don't worry, we'll be back soon. Are you going to play? And here is our disclaimer. 
Thank you for listening to the Neely Pod. We are sorry if we've offended you. We didn't mean to. We were just having fun. There are no terms and conditions. That would be ridiculous. And that's the end of our disclaimer for this week. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. Goodbye. That was the Neely Pod. Happy listening.